Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpresscom with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we have got ourselves an update on a story that we discussed yesterday morning. We have a little bit of a development, a new wrinkle added to the story. Somebody has commented on the story, and we will get to that here coming up in about uh, 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. So, uh, Brady Quinn, uh, I absolutely love training camps in the NFL because I will sit and watch all the training camp coverage. Like, I can't get enough of it. I swear to Christ. I this is your Olympics. Get I love this is it. your Olympics. I, I absolutely love it. I love it every yeah. single year. Uh, I, they just bounce around from camp to camp. They have different reports that come. I just, I think it's fascinating. Uh, it, it just, it lets me know football's right around the corner. It's why I love the, the show Last Chance You. Uh, all that, I just love the idea of preparing for a season and all of that stuff. It just, it just makes me happy. I, for whatever reason, it just makes me happy. One of the things I can't stand, though, and and we've talked about this many times before, is the stat keeping at practices. I mean, it's it's getting bad, man, and it's only getting worse, and it continues to happen more and more, and I'm tired of it. It's got to stop, and you need to put an end to it. Well, I'll put an end to it with, with trying to explain why it's the dumbest, laziest thing to do in the world, okay? So as a writer, usually... You're reporting on what you see, but the reality is 
you probably don't know what you're looking at, right? Like some people, for example, like my, my kids and I, my wife, we, we go to a zoo. And there's times when my kids are like, Daddy, what's that? I don't know. <laughs> Let's go look and research what animal this is, what species this is. So when I tell you, one of my three daughters, whatever you're asking about, we actually know what we're talking about. Here's the problem with reporters and writers who go to training camp and just tally, tally stats. They have no idea what the objective is on any given play. They have no idea. They don't know if the wide receiver ran a wrong route. Now, can they tell if the ball hit him right in between the numbers and he drops it? Sure. But can they tell you if the quarterback went through a proper progression? Like, you get guys sometimes writing about how, oh, but he missed a guy who was wide open. Hey, clown, maybe that guy was <laughs> never actually in the progression. Maybe the quarterback's never going to look there anyway. Maybe he's being trained not to even look at that portion of the field. Uh... So there's so many things that go into it. You know, for example, a sack on a quarterback. Oh, it looked like the running back was supposed to have him in protection. Are you sure about that? Do you know if maybe one of the offensive linemen had messed up one of their calls? Or maybe they slid and they missed a guy who was looping around that should have been theirs? There's, there's so many things that, you know, even coaches or players in real time aren't able to always diagnose. That's why they tell you after a game, I need to go back and watch the film. But yet a reporter, a writer, someone who is maybe at best an amateur, a beginner in understanding the game to a degree is going to tell you in real time what those stats were and why it matters. So it is the dumbest thing. They do it all the time. You've got a mixture of players, by the way, like just to go even deeper, you have a mixture of players who sometimes are young and old and, and maybe you're mixing in some vets or maybe you're mixing in some rookies and they're playing different positions because they want them to be multiple. You know, you'd like to be able to have a wide receiver that can play the slot, they can play outside, they can play inside, they, they can play all, you know, any position on the field in any concept in the event of an injury, but also to determine, like, how can we get our best guys out there? The offensive line does the same thing. It, it, they mix it up all the time in training camp. Why? Because you usually only have about seven, maybe eight guys on your active game day roster, which means you got five starters and you got two or three who are reserves. Okay, well, what happens if, if one of those guys goes down? One of those other tackles has to come in, and you might say, well, if, if the tackle's coming in, you know, he's gonna, this backup guy gives us our best chance if he plays tackle and we move one of our tackles to guard. You know, like, like that's sometimes how that works. And so you got to shuffle some guys around. And so like, even to that point, you don't know who they're mixing and matching and what the, what the reasoning is behind that and why they're doing what they're doing. So the, the, the whole thing of the stat keeping and training camp, like I get it, you've got a job to do, but you can't figure out a cool interest story or you can't report on a quote or something else because <laughs> maybe you're just not that good at your job. But for the love of God, stop doing the stats. Stop doing stats when you have no idea what's actually going on behind closed doors in those meeting rooms and what's actually happening on the field. Can we get a round of applause, please, for Brady Quinn, who just just cut a WWE type promo, a heel promo, just laying waste to NFL media members reporting on stats. You feel better though? Like, doesn't it feel good though? Just to cut loose like that? Doesn't it it's, feel good? It, the, the reality is this, you know, players, you, you'll see their emotions sometimes. They get frustrated with reporting or they get frustrated with reporters. 
It's for this reason. It's because you've got people who are talking about stuff that they don't know what they're talking about. You know, for example, oh, for example, Zach Wilson, who they had what? You know, a little family <laughs> night, fan night, whatever Gre- at MetLife Stadium. Green and white, Brady. What do you mean? It's a green <laughs> and white go. game. Green, yeah. green and white. Yeah. Um, and, and, and look, it wasn't as good of a performance as they're hoping. Now, I, I will say this. I, I've said with Zach Wilson, buyer beware the whole time. Like, oh, great. He struggled versus the number one defense. You mean it looked drastically different than the group of five schedule that BYU played his final year where he all of a sudden burst on the scene hey. playing against you know lesser opponents that he played against in his hey, entire hey, career? Hey, how, how, dare, how dare you? I just checked his yeah. resume. He played Coastal Carolina, bro. Okay, That's so well, how dare I'm, you? Yeah. Hey, I, I was riding the wave last year, so I, I'm a big fan of, of Coastal Carolina. But, yeah, the one tough team he played, he struggled with but I digress that's not the point of what's going to be this season it's what's here and now where do you want him to make mistakes by the way like yes, wouldn't you rather exactly. him have these tough practices now so he's ready for week one and he's throwing out all the mistakes before he gets there like that's the other thing is the reporting has become so much about stat driven and so much of a measuring bar that guys then get the practice and they don't try to practice the way they're going to eventually play and learn some of those mistakes in practice, which, again, is bad for the team and, and bad for, or I guess, the perception of what you're trying to accomplish every day in training camp. So, again, it, it's lazy on the side of reporters, but they're going to keep doing it because a lot of them live in their parents' basements and they don't ever <laughs> want to move out, all right? Well, I mean, listen, as somebody who lived uh, in his parents' house for a long time, I can tell you, uh, you know, basements aren't all that bad. You know, I mean, it's a li- it can be cozy in there. Now, I don't have a basement because we don't have those out here in california uh yeah but uh, but you know it's it's not the worst thing in the world now the reason we bring this up is because uh wilson's night at green and white night uh for the uh for the new york jets by the way you were a member of the jets for a short time were you a part of green and white night is that uh no is it, no yeah. I, I got i got okay. there after training camp that year. Yeah. yeah all right well you, yeah. you missed out i, I, I went white from a night. team that went on to win the super bowl that year in training camp to a team that didn't and, well, and the New York Jets, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you took the opposite route of Jamal Adams. You went from uh, Seattle to the Jets as opposed to vice versa. But right. uh, Zach Wilson was 11 of 24 for 112 yards. He threw two interceptions and he scored three points in seven perse- in seven possessions. Two things. Number one. He just got there, okay? So, like, he, he literally just got there. And number two, to your point, this is when this is supposed to take place. Like, like this is where you work this stuff out. Like, I, it's, I've never understood in any walk of life, in any job, anywhere, I've never understood the idea that we're going to judge somebody as they get ready for work as opposed to when they actually show up to work. Like, anybody driving to work right now, you imagine, like, you're, you're scratching Catching your ass in the car right there, and your boss calls you up and said, "Hey, man, what the hell are you doing? Have some class, dude. I'm not even on the clock yet. I could scratch my ass if I want to scratch my ass. I'll pick my nose. I'll stop for fast food. I'm not even on the clock yet. That's in essence what's happening here. We're judging guys based on what they're doing in practice when they're supposed to make mistakes, when they're supposed to be learning like this, and yet we're keeping track of it. We're, we're keeping stats. Robert Sala's pissed off about it. Uh, maybe not so much with the reporters, but he's taken blame for it himself because he felt like it wasn't the best performance. But nonetheless, uh, if, if, if you're bothered by bad performances with the Jets, uh, be bothered for a long time coming because it feels like this well, is going to be another doozy. Okay, and, and, a, and a few things that normally happen this time in training camp, right? The, the training camp pretty much just began in the past week or so, right? Yes. More or less? Yes. So, so what happens at the beginning of training camp? 
usually defenses are ahead of offenses. Yes. Why is that? Well, defensive scheme is simpler. There's less of it than offense. And, and usually at this point in time, the defense has all their installs in. They've repped them more than they have the offense. They're going to have the upper hand or the advantage on the offense, right? Now, which side of the New York Jets would you say went through more changes this offseason? Offense or defense? I don't uh, know. The, yeah. I'd say the offense, right? Yes. I mean, yes. looking at what's out around the quarterback position, it, the quarterback position in general, the offensive line, all those things. And so Robert Sala can, can you know, take blame for it. He's a defensive-minded guy. You know, he, he brought Mike McDaniels uh, over with him because he's going to be the one that's going to be coordinating – you know, the offense, and he's a first-time play caller. So you, you kind of look you look at all this stuff and how it shapes out, and, and the reality is it, it's going to be a work in progress for this Jets team this year. Excuse me, Mike LaFleur. God, I don't know why I had Josh McDaniel's name on my mind. But Mike LaFleur is now their OC, and, and he's it, it's going to be on his mind, you know, the whole year of how this offense is going to grow and adapt, but it, it's, it's, it's going to be different. It's going to be an adjustment, and they're going to go through some growing pains. Like, that side went through so many dramatic changes. You shouldn't expect them to be ahead of their defense at this point. You shouldn't expect them to be playing their best football offensively come week one, week two, week three. This team will be playing better offensive football, if healthy, in the second half of the year compared to the first half with all the changes they've made, as young as this group is. That's the bottom line for Jets fans. I would not have high expectations for this team this year. And also, look – and and this is people are, are don't even mention this when it comes to Zach Wilson in this situation. Greg Knapp just died. He was the, he was set to be their passing game quarter, uh, uh, coordinator this season and working yeah. closely with Zach Wilson and he's had a ton of success and respected by uh, by virtually everybody he's come in contact with the NFL and the guy just died right before the season and they expect Zach Wilson's going to show up and 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 throw for ninety five percent completions and and uh, you know slice and dice the defense like there's a lot going on here man the fact that you're you have these many expectations and on top of all that you're dealing with a tragedy like that i don't know what the hell people expect i don't get no, it it's so tragic it's so sad i mean we haven't, we haven't touched on it but you know greg knapp a lot, a lot of people knew him as napper you know he was one of the first uh you know nfl quarterback coaches i met you know back when i, I was coming out as as a rookie getting ready for the draft you know greg knapp at that time was with the raiders it was the oakland raiders and i remember walking into the film room and uh, you know, they would get you up on the board. They'd teach you some stuff. They'd kind of test you on some of your stuff that you ran in college. They'd tape you, and then, you, you know, you went around the office, met a bunch of people, maybe go to lunch, and they'd bring you back. And they'd, and they'd tape you again and see how much you could retain in a short period of time. Kind of similar to what you do uh, when you would go out, you have an install, and then you might go through like a warm-up, you go through like a, you know, some, some prehab stuff in the training room, and then you go out through a walkthrough and practice, kind of similar thing, uh, to see how much you could retain from the meeting room out to the field. But he was one of the, the first quarterback coaches I met, kind of going around and obviously kept in touch with him kind of through the years, but absolutely tragic and sad. And, and of course, that's going to play uh, a, a huge, you know, part too of just where Zach Wilson is, where this offense is, where, where you know, the coaching staff is from an emotional standpoint as well. Yeah, it's uh, just a, a, a just a crazy situation all the way through. Uh, it is Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, outkick the coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, I would like to mention this, though. Um, you used the word clown earlier yeah. to describe members of the media keeping score and keeping track of these statistics. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know where that ranks in the 
best put down of the PG variety in the world of sports talk radio. But I, I feel like clown really is a solid insult that you can yeah, use yeah. at any point in time. Like it, it's really, it's it just a beautiful execution by you to drop that this early in the show here, just to lay waste to members of the media, keeping score and keeping stats during uh, training camp. It's good. My, my, my wife last night, and I've used this phrase before. I'm sure it's one you're very familiar with, but Nimrod, I, I always think oh, Nimrod, yes. it's just, it's just a funny sounding name, Yes, but it's also offensive enough, but not like too <laughs> offensive Yes, where you could throw that around and I, I think it, it, it drives the point home like it kind of yeah. gets the point whether it's social media in person whatever the case may be it's not going to start a fight but it's going to offend someone and drive home whatever point you're trying to make nimrod should be the word of the day for all our listeners out there if you get into an altercation please use the word hashtag nimrod yes and go ahead and tag us on social media that'd be fantastic yeah that, that's a good one nimrod numb nuts is another one um you know uh what, what are some other uh go-tos uh when it comes well, like I mean, some good insults you can use gotta be, you gotta be careful as we uh go down the stretch go on the home stretch here uh using some of these phrases well so. yeah i mean you don't want to use all of them but i do want to point this out for our friends I mean, out both there so that's yeah. just a synonymous term for clown. <laughs> Bozo Bozo's yeah. a great one. And, yeah. and by the way, for those of you listening here uh, on the iHeartRadio app in Mexico City, I, we just want to give you the heads up that uh, uh, clown uh, is payaso in That's Spanish. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a little payaso. Like, we'll, we'll mix it up. We'll call each other some payasos yeah. every once in yeah. a while. Like there's, you know, and here's yeah. the thing. Maybe some people out there uh, are probably thinking to themselves, like, well, who doesn't know that clown is payaso in Spanish? Well, listen, there's probably people driving around the country right now uh, that are going to or from work or passing through in, in the Midwest, and they probably had no idea that payaso means clown in Spanish. And they probably had no idea. And the fact that they can turn on Fox Sports Radio and get the goods uh, from a couple of guys here just dropping heat here on a Tuesday morning, I think is fantastic. And the fact that they can drive to work, get ready for their day, uh, go through the rest of their Tuesday, knowing that they've just discovered what that word means. I think everybody's a winner there. By the way, Ooh, speaking yeah, of Discover, way, oh uh, gosh, Discover yeah, matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. I mean, that's the problem is you keep sneaking those things in there on me. Yeah. And, and, and I, I'm really going down that deep that deep rabbit hole of like, yeah. I was going to say, like, forget to Rosetta Stone. Which, I mean, come to us. If, if you yes. want to become bilingual, come to us. Now, we yeah. might only teach you a word a day in, in Spanish, right. English, the translation. Yeah. But still, if you think about it, if you listen to us long enough, you'll eventually be able to speak Spanish fluently. Eventually. Yeah. It might be like 10 years down the road, but who cares? We'll have a fun time getting there. Hey, you know? by the way, uh, Roberto, you have to admit, uh, since we've been filling in here on the show, our Spanish has gone up at least 110%. From, from the time we started. Yeah. Mm, Come on, yeah. Roberto. Payaso. Yeah. Damn right. <laughs> See, but he's not calling me a payaso. Are yeah. you sure? Good. Oh, yeah, Roberto. On. Roberto, on, was Roberto. that directed at Jonas? Yeah, come on. Yeah, he's a payaso, man. Uh, how am I a payaso? Oh, come on, amigo. Oh. Dios mío. How's that racist? But because racist. payaso? What are you talking about, uh, man? Corazón en fuego. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever he just said. Yeah, that, that too. Listen, we are wait, the... Wait, uh, Roberto, what did I just say? Can you translate that for me? 
Your heart's on fire, you said. That is right. That is right. <laughs> there he is. That is Very right. good. Uh, all right. Uh, he is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is uh, Fox Sports Radio. It's, it's outfit the coverage. The uh, we great are the uh, we are the Narcos Mexico of Sports Talk Radio. It's just been determined here. Racist. Uh, that is not racist. <laughs> Jesus. It might be a little bit. It might be it's, a little bit. It's absolutely yeah. not, man. Listen, like my fam- my in-laws are Mexican. Like, look, that is man, true. I, yeah, come on. I that bet is on true. By the way, I bet on Mexico against the US in the soccer game uh, a week ago. I, I lost. Mean, you, you also bet on basically I think you bet on Russia against the United States gymnastics. Hey, uh, they're giving plus money what do you want me to, they're giving plus dinero. What do you want me to do? I mean you you did win. You you, you did win, so yeah. yeah that's a good point. I mean, winners uh, win. Not, that's, not, that, that's what you do. All right. Not in the, not in the soccer game, because uh, they can't play defense down the stretch. Oh, that's that. right. That's yeah. right. Now, now the yeah, men's team great. is set to win a what a gold medal or the FIFA World uh, Cup or whatever now. Hell that's knows. All, that's and, and, and and more importantly, who cares? Uh, all right. Uh, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, we have an update on the situation in New Orleans. We talked about the story yesterday, and we have got a la- the latest development. Somebody has responded. We'll get to that next here on Outkick the Coverage, Fox Sports Radio. This, this is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Choose and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting Getting you down, it's time to change that. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros. That's HIMS.com slash two pros for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash two pros. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Sex choose are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. And we do so with a man who has had takes on the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen's contract that have been stolen by other shows across the country, the one and only Brady Quinn. I mean, I'm just saying, I, I didn't hear anyone else, uh, you know, yesterday or Friday talk about that contract value yeah. in relation to what the value of the organization is. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Listen, I, I don't know what that feeling is like because there's somebody who has bad takes. Nobody wants any part of that, you know? Yeah. 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 I'm not going to co-sign on that. You, you've got some good takes. Um, yeah. They 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 may you know sometimes be few and far between, but you know they're they're there, they're out there. They are That's true. Your conspiracy theories are actually uh, <laughs> more fun to entertain than anything else. That and then your Spanish takes, and then your boxing scores. Um, th- those are the the yeah. three things I really look forward to. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, You're listen. Gonna- for people that are just tuning in, I, I just want them to understand that uh, it's been a wild first hour of the program uh, just to catch you up. And uh, again, check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com afterwards because it'll be more detailed and it'll all make a little bit more sense. But uh, we did uh, spend some time talking about why the hell Deshaun Watson still a Houston Texan. Uh, we uh, uh, ripped into uh, people keeping stats at training camp based on the uh, uh, Zach Wilson discussion. Now people are concerned based on his first performance at the green and white game uh where twenty thousand people showed up by the way you want to know how how big how important football is to this country Twenty thousand people showed up to watch jets practice yeah yeah Yeah, how's that how's that for football in this country here's the odd question that that i've continually gotten and i'm not sure why people are thinking this way but i've had a number of people lately go do you think we're going to have fans in the stands this year? Oh, God. And my first response is, um, yeah, 
we already have had fans in the stands. Did you watch the NBA playoffs? Did you watch you know, some of the other professional sports leagues in, in, in America? And then the, the other comment would be, we didn't last year, but we didn't have a vaccine last year. And after going through what those many of the NFL owners went through and looking at their balance sheets, yeah, they're going to do everything they can to have you back in the stands this year, okay? Like, yes. they're going to do all they can to get back the revenue they missed out on. They're not going to do it for two years in a row. And, and the reality is, as I've said all along, we're going to have to get used to living with what life is like with COVID. And, and whether that's, you know, if you want to get vaccinated, if not, doesn't matter. If you want to go out to games and so forth, you're going to have to run the risk of potentially, you know, getting sick. And, and that's, that's what we've always dealt with. It's just been called something else. It's been the flu. It's been whatever else it's been. And that's not me trying to compare COVID to the flu. It's just the reality of what our life has always been. We just haven't recognized it the same way we have and drawn a comparison to, to COVID. Now it's COVID and now it's a, a different something else we're dealing with. But the truth of the matter is, yeah, we're going to have fans in the stands this year for the NFL season. The NFL season will not be impacted. Uh, it, it, you could say it was to a degree last year, but we didn't miss games. And so the truth is, we'll have fans in the stands. We're going to have 17 games played. And, and, and it's, it's going to be a fun season, especially once the ball kicks off week one, Dallas Cowboys, Tampa Bay Bucks. I'm pretty sure that's the first game to kick off the season, is, is it not? Yeah, uh, uh, Dallas and Tampa Bay will be the yeah. first game, uh, the season opener. Uh, and you mentioned uh, talking about having fans back. I, I asked Albert Breer this, and he, I just said, you know, which, which teams do you estimate lost the most money or, or got hit the hardest last year as far as not having fans in attendance? And he said the teams that just built a stadium for fans, because, yeah. you know, it, it's like oh, it's like starting a business, you know, early on, you're going to be at a loss. You're going to be right. working in a right. deficit and then you need to build and, and, and get your business up before you can start seeing some real money and some real cash flow. And he said Vegas and the two L.A. teams. Because, oh, yeah. Brady, the expectation was we're going to build these stadiums, uh, uh, the fans are going to show up, and and we're going to make a lot yeah. of money based on the number of people that are going to be there. And it was a ghost town. Like, nobody yeah. was there at any of these games. So the, so if you think Vegas— Well, except for Gavin Newsom. I'm pretty sure he well, went that's a good point. down and, and sat in the uh, the new stadium by himself probably, yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a good point. Uh, listen, I, I, I didn't think about that. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's uh, things can get a little bit dicey for uh, for Gov there, you know? Yeah, you think Gov's going to hang around anymore? longer or what's uh, going you know it's uh things things are uh it's a fluid situation uh, as they say brady quinn here uh in california but you know you're a part-time california resident uh, i know you're excited uh, i would not say that it actually it, 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 i would never say that in any yeah. fashion of the words so, yeah, yeah all right well listen uh, uh lucky please you. don't i would yeah. love for the irs not to come knocking on my door so yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, uh, yeah. lucky you uh all right uh, <laughs> and, and 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 if you do i uh, don't rent a car out here because uh you'll enjoy six dollar a gallon gas uh which is always a fun time out here in, in uh, California. But uh, with all that being said, uh, you mentioned uh, the season opener. <laughs> with uh, all that being said. Yeah. You mentioned the season opener uh, between the Bucks and the Dallas Cowboys. Now, Dallas has got their own stuff going on. We're going to see it play out on Hard Knocks, and and Dak Prescott's got his thing happening. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have been celebrated all offseason. They've brought everybody back. Tom Brady was walking around like a corpse uh, at the Super Bowl parade because he was so bombed. Uh, it has been a celebration. They've got these 
big rings that the rings pop off. It looks like you could store stuff inside of it. Like, I mean, it is just unbelievable. The offseason, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have had. And then Bruce Arians uh, spoke with the media following a practice uh, just a couple of days ago and had this to say about his offense. Uh, really good practice defensively. That was one of our best start-to-finish practices defensively and probably the worst offensive practice we've had in three years. Um, it's kind of a pattern of behavior now. After a day off, our offense just stinks, and they got to break that habit. But uh, defensively, they answered the bell. They came out and uh, dominated the entire practice, and uh, it was good to see. What do you think the reason is why the offense struggles coming off a day off? Ask them. I mean, you can't be worn more than uh, every week. So uh, drop passes, missed assignments on basic plays. It's just a lack of concentration. What do you as a coach do to kind of get the reverse that though, lead the reverse of that trend? Well, back in the day, we'd be out here running the <laughs> out of them, but uh, that don't work anymore. Um, go to jail for that stuff now. Um, no, they just got to grow up and and man up. I mean, it's, it's been identified, so you got to fix it. I'm not going to fix it. You got to fix it. Oh, man. Uh, that is glorious uh, from uh, Bruce Arians there. Um, listen. You know, I, I, there's a, okay, a lot we can break down there. Um, well, do you want to break down first how you can't run them anymore? Even though Joe <laughs> yes. Judge, he sure as hell tried yes. to. But uh, case in point, how it worked out for the New York Giants <laughs> after a big, big time brawl is he wasn't satisfied with oh, their man. their effort on the punishment sprint. So then he just started making <laughs> them do push-ups, which I just I, if you could cheat anything, I think you could cheat a push-up easier than you can cheat a 100-yard sprint, right? I mean, oh, yeah. a push-up, there's a bunch of different ways guys don't fully extend or go up. Like, you're not even – I don't know. I think running 100-yard sprints is harder than doing push-ups in my opinion. But, yeah. again, I, I, I digress. That stuff doesn't work anyway, right? No one yeah. uses that anymore. Well, listen, yeah. but, but the part where he said – it's just funny when these uh, coaches that have been around a long time – all of a sudden, it just hits them like a, like a harsh dose of reality that it's no longer the good old days back in the day when you could do certain stuff. And so when Bruce Arian says, you know, you can't do that stuff anymore, you go to jail these days. Like that is somebody who is clearly frustrated with with that aspect of the game and how much it has changed. Uh, but he seemed to very specifically point out every time. We come off a day off. This is what happens every yeah. single like like that is a guy, and, and I and I do like the approach to where he says I don't know they need to grow up and figure it out. Like I, I can't fix it. They got to grow up and figure it out. So not happy as Tampa Bay heads into the season opener, which, which by the way uh, is now less than a month away. All right, less than a month away the season opener between uh, Tampa Bay and Dallas uh, to kick off the 2021 year in the NFL. Brady Quinn. You know, look, there's a few – so many things have changed, I think, with coaching habits. And it's really been the most difficult, I think, for the older coaches in not adapting and adjusting to the type of players that they're getting coming into the NFL right now. You know, I think you talk to a lot of college coaches, and they've already had a grip grip or or handle on this. It's one of the reasons why I'm so bullish and I think what Urban Meyer is going to do in Jacksonville is because the league has become so young. The players are, you know, they're, they're, they've adjusted to a different type of atmosphere and culture now in college football in a lot of places. There's no more of, of what it used to be. And I think you've still got a lot of older you know, coaches in the NFL 
who are trying to do the same things they did 10, 15 years ago that just aren't quite as effective. Now, now you could sit there and say, well, well Bruce Aarons was effective last year. You know, the Bucks won the Super Bowl. Well, Bruce Aarons had been there for a little bit. They didn't win until they got Tom Brady. So let's just be real about what the real difference maker was on that team between last year and then two years prior, okay? The reality is that was the greatness of Tom Brady. You know, will, will that last moving forward? I don't, I don't know. You know, a lot of it's going to be contingent upon that defense he complimented playing so well, but also Tom Brady playing at a really high level and this team taking off from where it was last year. Um, in, in, in particular, after that second loss to the Saints and started to, to ascend to the top of the NFL uh, towards the Super Bowl. And some of it was luck, too, right? I mean, is that game going to be played the same way if the Kansas City Chiefs offensive line isn't banged up the way it was? No, no. I, I think it's going to be a little closer, probably a little bit different with how it plays out. But I, I think there's been a lot of coaches who've had to look themselves in the mirror and decide, am I going to change? Like, am I going to try to adapt and be flexible and, and, and change the type of environment that is probably needed now for players? M- more of an a la Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, some of the younger coaches that I think get a lot of credit for how they do things and are a little bit more open to the masses? Or am I going to continue to keep doing the same thing and expecting these guys to adjust to me? I, I just I think that's going to be the interesting thing to watch with some of the older coaches who are going to eventually cycle out here in the next five years. Um, it, I just uh, so Bruce Arians being as frustrated as he is with those guys. Uh, I, I just I wonder what this what what was the messaging there? Was that was that him basically because he doesn't he doesn't mess around like he'll t- he'll be straight oh. up with you and tell you exactly what's well, you going want on. Coaches talk here. Is well, well no, no. But what I I'm wondering him pointing out. And, and making certain that it was that everyone was aware that this is always after a day off, that this is always after a day off, that this continues to happen, that it's them that needs to grow up. And and some of the reports out, out of camp there as far as how bad the practice was, that there were a lot of drops. Bruce Arians mentioned that. But look, man. I mean, didn't Godwin have some issues with drops last year? I mean, yeah. I, I remember that being yeah. a, a big, big time issue. So, it, I, I like. I think we kind of view the Tampa Bay Bucks from 2020 and say, "Man, what a great team!" And and this team's on Brady. Like it, it didn't look all that. It didn't look like it looked towards the end for majority of the season. Like there were there were issues there. Like there were problems. They had they had de- the p- you know pitfalls and landmines throughout the course of the year last year. No, and that's part of it. I think as a head coach when you go into training camp, you, you notice as a player a number of things they try to do. You know, is is it a reoccurring theme if after an off day they have a bad practice offensively? Sure, that that could be something, but what he may look back to and say, "Well, yeah, we've had we'd had we had issues after, you know, there's a thing called Victory Mondays." Victory Mondays are, you know, usually when you win on Sunday. Uh, some coaches like to give you off Mondays. Now, look, giving you off meeting, you don't have any real obligation to come in, but most guys still come in, right? They still get their physical therapy done. They're still going to watch film. They're still going to work out. They're still going to prepare for that next opponent. Like most guys do it anyway. They just have the ability to do it on their own time. And look, if they don't want to come in, so be it. But the reason why Victory Mondays are so significant is because you get off Tuesdays in the NFL. You know, you're, you're, you get off one day a week. If teams take off a Monday and they have that off day Tuesday, that's two days in a row. But those players, again, if they take off on Monday, they're probably going to come in Tuesday then to get some of their work done. So the, the truth of the matter is he's probably preparing his team for in this season 
being able to come back and practice better and play better the following week, not wanting this to be a reoccurring theme in the future. It's not so much about looking backwards. It's more about looking forwards. And there's always going to be those days where head coaches in the NFL take – they're going to take a day in training camp and they're going to blow it out of proportion. They're going to make it seem like it's the <laughs> end of the world. And they're doing it to prepare their team too mentally and emotionally for what happens in the course of the season. Because there's going to be a time when you have a loss because no one goes undefeated, especially not playing 17 games. But there's going to be a time where you're going to lose and it's going to feel like the world is ending. And, and, and the media is going to write it that way and people are going to talk to you that way. And so you're trying to build them up physically or mentally and emotionally for what that's going to do to them in the course of the year. So a lot of this is stuff to kind of prepare them for the season. Uh, I'm not saying that some of it's not legitimate, but there's also a portion of it that is looking ahead to what this season may bring and trying to prepare them for that, that very moment. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. It's Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. So coming up next, uh, there is uh, something that has been revealed. Uh, An entire fan base is completely screwed. We'll tell you if you are a part of that fan base next here. It's Outkick the Coverage, Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Coming up later on in the hour, we are going to have the scraps, things in the world of sports we've not had a chance to get to. Uh, they're yours here on FSR. Right now, though, uh, it is time for the man who put Greece on the map well before Giannis Antetokounmpo did. It is Petros Papadakis, AM570 LA Sports, Fox College football analyst, and one of our favorites here on FSR. Petros, Jonas, and Brady, what's happening? Good morning. Uh, how's everybody doing? Everybody okay? Everybody happy yeah. everybody feeling great <laughs> everybody getting ready for college football well brady's uh, got a little bit of a red ass and i'll, and I'll tell problem, you why brady yeah well, what, do you, what do you mean okay because he attacked bull in the ring one of the great oh, that's right one of the great this. practice yeah. drills yeah. from back in the day well. when you were allowed to have it and he had yes, to attack yes. here. get him p get him p what, what? <laughs> get with bull in the ring Almost everything. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, Petros, I was trying to explain again. There's no ball involved. What's the point? There's not even a ball involved. Yeah. How about the one where, like, everybody's laying on the ground with their helmet pointed toward each other and you blow the whistle and you just get up and tackle each other? Is that the Oklahoma drill? No, No, that's different. We used to, I mean, we had such a hard ass coach uh, one year, or Paul Hackett, our coach, was going full Schottenheimer who he used to coach with, and we did Oklahoma before and after practice just to get everybody all riled up. And you do. You do get all riled up, and it's a whole thing, but it's not – it's not real football. Like it's not (laughs) – it's just you out there trying to destroy each other so the coaches can build intensity or think they're building intensity or I mean, these are long-storied practice tradition things. I mean, 
The worst football drill is the diamond drill, which is where you just learn to tackle with your head in front. Yeah. And a lot of people do it like half speed, and it's a good drill to do that because you you get the right angle and get your head in front and kind of form up and do the tackling. But if you do it full speed, you're you're really hurting the ball carrier almost every single time. And there's like a point of contact that continues to happen over and over again. And that's not football. That's not what happens. Like, not to get too technical about it, but we used to do like blocking drills. Yeah. And they would bring, they'd call it crossover. We're standing there on our side of the field as running backs. And I don't want to hear Brady say anything, Jonas, with his red jersey yeah. on. Oh, well, no hold on now. Hold no on one now. hits I, me. I, I, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. I, I, I played linebacker out here, but, oh, yeah. I was a linebacker quarterback back in my high school days. Yeah, in, so high, trust yeah. me, okay, in high school. Plenty, plenty of uh, the Oklahoma drills. Which, Jonas, can you even describe what an Oklahoma drill is? All right, Oklahoma no, drill. Yes, I can. Yeah. Oklahoma drill is where there's a, a lineman blocking another lineman and a running back with the ball or a ball carrier, and the defensive player has to make a, a play, and it's inside these two tackling pads. He's like you tackling just it up, dummy didn't you? pads. You literally inside. just looked it up, didn't you? Yeah, maybe I did. So what? Uh, <laughs> listen, look, I, I, I got it confused because I, I the, the I'm trying to find the name of the drill drill where the guys lay on their back as, as Petros pointed out and they've got their yeah. helmets to each other yeah. but I can't That's think of the Jim name. It's called Jim Harbaugh's an a-hole drill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I remember doing that in like third and fourth grade Now I thought back then what is the point of this? Like because the guy who gets up the quickest th- that's all it's about. And yes. Who's get up coaching fourth graders? <laughs> you know that's well, the problem is we actually problem. had three guys who played in college. <laughs> so that was the scary thing was I was like, no, that's what these guys were taught in college. So now they're, they're passing it down to us in third and fourth grade. That was the bad part about it. But I digress. Okay. So, OK, let me ask you this. Then. And the reason we got on the topic is because Bruce Arians was, you know, ripping his offense. And he said, you know, back in the day, you'd make him run and, and get after him a little bit. But you'd get arrested nowadays if you did something like that. And so we just we got into this conversation, Petros, about how some of the old time coaches are maybe learning every single day. It's a new NFL or a new college football. and You can't do the things you used to do. What do you think still applies? So what do you think if you could go back in time and take something that you remember from doing during practice that you still think would have an effect or still bring some well, sort of a positive result what do you, what would it be well so something we've discussed before the allure of half pads is always applicable <laughs> so you can always <laughs> bribe a team with half pads or helmets but none of the stuff that we did when we were younger applies anymore i mean we would have before they changed the rules at usc and they changed the rules right before i was done before they changed the rules about practicing, we used to have a 50-play run drill twice a day. <laughs> 50 Jesus. plays? Yeah. Jesus. And it'd be like, oh, ISO, ISO, ISO. Oh, here's an ISO to the left. And we'd just go and bludgeon each other, and everybody knew it was coming, and you could see the erection in the pants of the Mike linebacker, and you just knew <laughs> that you were going into – the devil's the devil's uh the, the devil's playhouse but uh you know they just don't do that i mean we would have uh well, wait, the mike linebackers don't anymore they don't get excited for it is that what you mean no they don't get as excited they're flaccid yeah yeah come on yeah. 
There's a cup check now. That's How excited can you get in like a 20-play run drill when you run in only four of the plays? Yeah. It's, you it's, know? <laughs> Not when you're out there like, let's see if he can. You know, if you used it's, to have like a tough run in college where it looked like somebody knocked you clean out and yeah. like you kind of got the best of the guy that tackled you, they'd be like, cool, do it again. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. And they'd be like, yeah, that's what Charles White used to do. And then you look over, Charles White's standing on the sideline, and he looks like Jim Thorpe just got hit. Like, oh, you know, you're like, well, is that really what I want to do? In high school, though, we used to we used to practice at a place called the Snake Pit here in Palos Verdes, which is actually quite globally famous now because it's yards away from where Tiger Woods tumbled down the hill there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and took out the Rolling Hills Estates <laughs> side. Wait, what, what was that sound effect? <laughs> We've seen a lot of it, actually, over the years uh, on that very street, uh, Hawthorne Boulevard and Crenshaw, you know, right at the top of the hill there, uh, which is where the high school is. So we used to practice in this area where you have to go, you know, far down into this uh, secluded area covered in trees, and it's a, it's a full football field. And every once in a while when the coach would get mad, he'd make us sprint up the hill like the part with all the ice plant and pine trees and ivy and stuff and you know and it's like 200 yards up and you're in a full football uniform like climbing a hill like you're in the thin red line (laughs) and (laughs) you always just wonder why why do i do this you know (laughs) especially in the 90s because like walking around with your letterman jacket wasn't cool like, all the chicks were dating the skinny, heroin-looking guys. <laughs> so bad. Oh, man. And then there was I, AIDS. I, I, I do, do want to ask, though, at this, at this day and age, because I was saying this about uh, just some of the old, more old-school coaches, because there's examples of, you know, Bruce Arians saying, oh, that doesn't work in the NFL. Well, Joe Judge sure as hell tried it, right? Like, he's a, he's a first-time head coach. You could say a younger head coach in the NFL. He's still trying it. Do, do you think what nowadays he, he was making them run wind sprints? Burpees. And then after, after he was upset that they weren't giving enough effort on their punishment wind sprints, then he made them do push-ups, which I'm sitting there thinking to myself, dude, come on. This yeah, isn't that doesn't how, go. Yeah. It doesn't work. Well, what hap- the reason it doesn't work at any level, really, unless you're – coaching at Navy or something like that, like Kenny Neomatalolo, you have to be that guy forever. And once you crack and you're not that guy in one situation regarding one player, and you know football, that's how it works, then you lose your team. And that's what happened with Paul Hackett, uh, our, our coach. Paul Hackett was a pretty revered NFL coordinator type, and he came to be our head coach at USC, and we had – we had been thought to be in 1997 and the years prior undisciplined under John Robinson in the second time around and Hackett was going to discipline us so to speak and God knows he did you know roll like a log until you throw up at five in the morning if you miss one class all that stuff and there was some good things about it that it helped with the football team but we did have one player, R.J. Soward, who was a wide receiver, who was really explosive. You remember him, Brady? Yeah, I remember and, him. Yeah. And, oh. and, yes, from Fontana, Jonas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jo- Jonas has to yeah. get involved there. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, just, just letting you know. Yeah, just letting you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, transfer for medicine. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he got away with some stuff, a lot of stuff. 
and the team saw it and people start to talk and people start to test your boundaries because if you're going to be a hard ass, you better be a hard ass every freaking day with every single guy. And in modern football, it's just it's just not possible. And once they see you crack, they know you're fake. Uh, Petros Papadakis, AM570 LA Sports, Fox College Football Analyst, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here on Outkick the Coverage. Um, so we were talking about this last weekend. College football teams reported to camp, getting ready for the season. Well, the season for some of these teams is three weeks away, now less than three weeks away. How often did you feel like going into the first game of a college football season that you just weren't ready to go. That that the time that you had to get ready, Petros, just wasn't enough, and you felt like you were working through stuff in that first game. No, well, you're always working through stuff in the first game, and you could practice for a year, and the first game's still going to look like a mess. Most of the time, even on your broadcast, you look back at your first game compared to like your fifth game, and you almost can't recognize your team. Unless you're Brady and you go out and throw for 400 yards against <laughs> some double directional Florida school to warm up. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, we didn't have those sorts of. No, uh, you guys used to open up with people. And yeah. so uh, usually it's, uh, it's chaos. I mean, it's football. There's so many people involved, and that's what people don't get. You know, everybody wants to talk about, well, look at the numbers on this quarterback and his percentage. It's like, yeah, but. Did you see the left guard just fall down on that one play? <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Uh, and and that's the sport. It's a really it's a really complicated sport, and in many ways, it's also very simple. And I think some of the interest, other than its parallels with actual war, and a lot of the same terminology as nuclear war, in, in this country, I think we love football because it's the ultimate inside-out sport. Everybody wants to know as much as possible about the sport, and it's almost impossible to know from the outside, even if you're an expert. Because people run a football play or call a defense and something goes spectacularly wrong, it's not like the coach on the sideline was trying to have it go. There's always a reason somebody calls something or somebody does something out there. And... A lot of the time, no one knows why from the outside. You have to be in their meetings throughout their week, understand their game plan, and that's not our job as broadcasters. And it's funny, the people that try to get more and more inside of it while they're calling a game, I think they just confuse themselves and people more and more because there's so much going on that is unknown, unseen, and unsaid during a game, even if it's 50 to nothing. So that part of it kind of fascinates me. And around this time of the year, I start looking at the teams I'm going to be doing the games. So I'm not looking at Alabama. You know, I'm looking at Nevada. And those little stories and those little niche things in the sport and who's there and how long they've been there and their moment in time being there is actually really interesting uh, to me. But I think it's a good question, Jonas. There is no such thing as ready for the football season. Because the first game is always a circus. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't matter who you yeah. are. It's it, it, can, it can be scary. I always think uh, you, you're more nervous in college than the NFL because in the NFL, at least you've got 
maybe some you know scrimmages, some preseason games, things to to, to knock some to knock some rust off. And you've got so many in the NFL, whereas college, you know, you don't see you opposite lose. color very often. Yeah, no, like you no, don't see, and, and that's why people hurt each other in college, quite frankly, a lot more than they do in the NFL. In the NFL, people are making money. Uh, some people are adults. Uh, yeah, they're crazy. But they're still making money, and they stay off each other's legs uh, a lot of the time. Yeah. And, the, and if they don't, they get called out for it. In college, you don't. I don't know you. Who is this idiot from Purdue? I hope you die. <laughs> you, you know who? You know what I mean? You, yeah. You no, there, there's 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 an immaturity to it as well as very much kind of so. comes along with it. And obviously, they're not as technically sound or fundamentally as sound and, and all that. I mean, there, there's some. And you have your coaches that want that you. Place. You they want you to kill people. Right. And, you, and you're just about as big and too. strong and fast as an NFL guy. You're just not as technically sound, like Brady said. And you're not as smart. You're not as mature. So college football is the uh, Omaha Beach of, <laughs> of D-Day. <laughs> I, 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 which, which, by the way, uh, you, we're talking a lot about you when you said trying to go behind the scenes. It's one of the reasons why people are so intrigued by training camp and hard knocks. And they're intrigued by practice. These aren't even games. They're, they just want a sneak peek of what goes on in preparation for the games, which kind of speaks to why football is so revered in this country. Yeah. Uh, Petros, we're a little over a month into the whole NIL stuff in college football. Yeah. And I know we kind of talked, you know, we gave a presentation to you guys at Fox at our seminar. I'm more curious that to get your thoughts, though. I was by them. Yeah, I so said you're out of there. You, you didn't want to be a part of that. Um, but but what's what's the impact in your mind? I mean, has has it changed as much as people perceive on the outside? Is it too early to tell in your mind? Well, I think that there have been some changes, and it's obvious there was always money going into the hands of the best players. <laughs> I mean, let's all be honest about that. Uh, for the most part, that that's that's happened. And these are the type of people that have paid them, people from outside the program, donors and people that love the brand. That's who pays Spencer Rattler, the grain elevator down the street, Billy Bob's. That's not what we need to be doing. That's not what solves the problem. That's not bringing some kind of equanimity, I guess, would be the word to the sport. The people at risk playing between the lines are still not being paid by the people that are making the most money. They're not sharing in the billion dollars of profits. They're just taking money from other people outside the programs. That, that's not cool. <laughs> so uh, to me, it doesn't really solve the problem. How, how do football teams deal with it? Every place has to deal with it in a different way, and every place is going to have different levels of – who's getting paid and how much and a sliding scale and all that. But I think it's the half pads of, of the modern day, something to distract us from what the real problem is. Uh, Petros Papadakis, AM570 LA Sports, Fox College Football Analyst. Uh, you can get him on Twitter, at the old P. Uh, Petros, we always appreciate it, man. Let's do it again next week. Thanks, enjoy old your, P. Enjoy your scraps. You guys should have seen Brady at the seminar. He shone like the sun. Just everybody wanted to be around him. Oh, of oh, course. Stop. There's yeah, zero course. truth to that. Just I ask him like, about I actually Aurelius. partially, hey, Petros, I partially tore my Achilles there. Yeah. That's Playing what I came cornhole? with. No. <laughs> working out, working out Tuesday morning. With who? I partially tore it. By, I was working by myself. Devin Gardner? Were you guys doing yeah. box jumps or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, running on a treadmill, I think. I don't know. Jesus. 
Wow. Yeah. Should have gone. Should have gone to yoga. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, that's the solution there oh, for everything. Man. Uh, Petros, uh, we'll be listening later. Uh, PMS coming up later on today. Uh, you and Matt Money Smith, uh, always a good time, man. Thanks so much. Yeah, we're at Chargers camp today. All right, nice. Yeah, at ten. I wonder if the security guard would be there, Jonas. Yeah, me and Drew Tranquil. Uh, and oh, uh, yeah, get, Notre get, Dame guy. There you go. There he is. I can't wait for that. All right, so we will. Uh, we'll be listening, Petros. All Thanks, right. man. All right. Enjoy your scraps. There he is, uh, the great Petros Papadakis. Again, uh, get him on Twitter, at the old P. All right, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn. It's Outkick the Coverage here at Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, uh, we are going to have the scraps. Things in the world of sports we've not had a chance to get to. They are yours next here on FSR. This, this is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer. 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. It's Outkick the Coverage here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Brady and I will be back on the air tomorrow morning here uh, as we uh, get closer and closer to a real installment of preseason games, Brady Quinn, plus uh, our first look at the Hard Knocks. I believe it's later on tonight, Hard Knocks debuts on Can't HBO. Wait. So. Can't wait. It's always one of my favorite times of the year. Yeah, uh, first uh, first glimpse at uh, what it's like out here in Knoxnard, as they call it. You know where the Cowboys. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Game. I've never heard yeah. anyone actually in the history of my life uh, say Knoxnard. Well, it depends on who you ask. Uh, okay. By the way, uh, can we can uh, we go around? Maybe we ask Danny G and Roberto and the guys if any uh, anyone has ever called it Knoxnard. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah nobody they, uh, ever. Yeah. Okay. yeah well, right. listen uh, again. It depends on who you ask. Yeah. Uh, not uh, not maybe the, maybe uh, Dub in Nashville. Maybe they've they've heard out in Nashville. If, yeah, if that's the case, yeah, I, have, I have no idea. Probably yeah, not. Probably not. Thank you. Guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's much. shaking his head no. Nothing like nothing like being treated this way to end the show. All right, it is time for something we do in the in the show called this. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to executive producer Danny G to find out what the hell we've missed so far. D? All right, fellas. Earlier on the show, you were both kicking the linguistics, so say it with me. Lionel Messi is flying to Paris. He's going to finalize a move to PSG. I know you were both just sitting on the edge of your seats wondering... If if Paris Saint-Germain was going to sign him, the Argentina International is traveling to the French capital following Sunday's emotional farewell to Barcelona at a news conference. Messi's agreed to sign a two-year contract at PSG, according to sources, with the option for a third year. He's taking a private plane today where there are hundreds of fans waiting for him at both the airport and at PSG Stadium. Messi's father, Jorge, who's his agent, was asked by reporters at Barcelona's airport if his son is going to sign for PSG. Yes, he replied. Wow. How about that? <laughs> so he's uh, teaming up with with Neymar, correct? Yes. And Mbappe. Yes. Wow, look at you. Yeah, Mbappe. Yes, yeah, Mbappe. Right. Mbappe. Great. And flexing his football knowledge. I, I, I don't really football. know much. I, I, he was essentially a cap casualty, as I understand it, yes. right? Yeah, exactly. Yes, correct. correct. Which yeah. happens to the best of them. I mean, I in, mean, in all the, reality, it kind of it kind of was like that with Brady and the Patriots towards the end there. You know, you know, you know. It's sad though. Lionel Messi is the greatest soccer player of all time. Like he's the best of all time. That, uh, he's he's the yeah. best of all time. But to this day, he will never be as loved as Maradona was by Argentina. Ever, he'll never be as loved. It's because like he the, didn't win the the World Cup. Exactly. Time. Yeah, and, and, and he so should have won the World Cup, but he yeah, didn't. And, and he can do all of this stuff, uh, you know, with all these other leagues and win all these titles and score all these goals. But still, I think that Argentina stuff haunts him, man. He's just viewed differently because well, that of those team failures. that lost to Germany was stacked, and they so didn't win it. Y- yeah, you're saying the World Cups are the only thing that matters in soccer. Not nothing else matters but World Cups. No, I, I'm a big fan <laughs> of the uh, Gold Cup on Fox. 
Copa Oro, baby. There you go, company man. Wait, how's it pronounced? What is it? Copa Oro. Yeah. Bring bring me to the uh to the retreat next time, huh? How about that? All right. Let's get to let's get to a real sport here. I don't know how you guys missed this. Hey, take it easy, man. An Idaho man with over two hundred Guinness World Records used a samurai sword to slice through eighty-five airborne Kiwis in one minute while standing on a balance board to claim his latest title. David Rush, who breaks Guinness records to promote STEM education, said slicing through these Kiwis while standing on a balance board marks his 10th record inspired by the popular Fruit Ninja video game. Rush sliced through the Kiwis, which were thrown by his neighbor, Hollywood Hannon, who used both arms. Hannon threw a total of 89 Kiwis in the one-minute time limit, but three were disqualified for not being completely halved, and one wasn't sliced until after the time expired, putting Rush's new record at 85. Man, this guy's a loser. I mean, get a life, dude. Seriously. Like, come on. So I understand it's for STEM research or STEM education. What's the correlation? Like, how is there any correlation between what he's doing and then him raising funds for STEM education and research? Like, I, I don't I don't see it. I don't get it. Who knows? You know, by the way, uh, yeah. how do you feel about Kiwis? I think they're very overrated. Uh, I, I mean, they're strange too texture. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, it's I mean, like they're whack. Most, it's like, yeah, I don't like them. It's like eating a tarantula, <laughs> you know? Have you? How would you know? Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if you what? ever ate a tarantula, that's what it would taste like. I mean, you it's have the, the fur? No, I'm not saying I have. It just just feels like that's <laughs> okay. you know how it would go. All right. Just saying. Yeah. Sure. Oh oh oh, O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. 